Welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast, the photo imaging industry's leading news source. Here's your host, Gary Peugeot. The Dead Pixel Society podcast is brought to you by Photo Finale, Media Clip, Advertech Inc., Got Photo, IQ, Photobook AI, the IPI Member Network, and MailPix. Hello and welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. I'm your host, Gary Peugeot, and today we're joined by Michaela Nichols, the founder of the Blatantly Honest Foundation. The foundation fights bullying and body image issues for young people. Hello, Michaela. How are you today? Hey, I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. So, Michaela, tell me a little bit about the Blatantly Honest Foundation and what led you to start it. Oh, gosh. How much time you got? <laughs> so <laughs> we have all day. I, oh, perfect. Just what I like to hear. So the Blatantly Honest Foundation really kind of stemmed from my own story. And when I say that, I literally mean my own story. So I wrote a best-selling book when I was 18 years old about my own struggles with bullying, body image, sexual assault, mental health, and other issues. And while I was going through all this, you know, I felt really alone. And so I wrote this book and I was like, you know what, I'm going to take the worst years of my life and I'm going to do something good and I'm going to help people. And so the book came out and it was doing great. And then suddenly someone was like, hey, Michaela, you want to start doing speaking engagements? I was like, oh, God, no. Like, I was terrified, like at one point in my life of doing speaking engagements. And, you know, I kind of got over that fear and began speaking all across the country and loved it and was helping more people than I ever thought I could. So from there, I developed two children's coloring books and someone said, hey, Michaela, why don't you start a foundation? And I said, that's a brilliant idea. Um, I can make, you know, I can help more people and have a career out of it and just get to do what I love and help people. So the foundation basically for, to make a long story short, came from my own story. And in a nutshell, uh, of course, we want people to check out the book, but what, what, what was the the origin of your, your, what would your story? Yeah. So great question. I was 14 years old when my life kind of fell into shambles, so to speak. I think all of us young people, you know, at 14, you know, eighth grade, we're trying to find ourselves. Sure. And it was a very difficult time for me because like I said earlier, I started modeling. So, you know, I lived in New York and LA and I traveled all around and I was always told, hey, Michaela, you're too big. And being a five foot 11 girl um, at 14 who already had body image issues because I was really skinny um, and then being told to be skinnier really kind of impacted just kind of my state of mind. Um, I developed eating disorders and I was bullied by my peers and my teachers. So all this was by, going on. By your yeah. teachers? By okay. Yes, yes, by my teachers as well. Um, you know, they were calling me anorexic and disgusting and little 14 year old Michaela just had a lot on her plate and the icing on the cake was that I was then sexually assaulted by my best friend because now I was a model and that was cool to get with the model girl. So all oh, these things terrible. happened. Yeah. It, it really just rocked my world. And, um, it was very, this is, this is all when you're 14, right? So you're, yes. you're dealing with, a at a time when, you know, teenage girls are having a lot of, challenges mentally and mentally and socially let's put it that way i mean yeah. i have two daughters so i've, I've lived through that so so and on top of that you've got the burden of having this modeling career where people are assessing you by your your visual appearance 
mm-hmm. in a very raw way, right? And yeah. then and then you're also having social pressures at school, and then you're also your your best friend betrays you. That's a horrible experience. Yeah, really, it wasn't fun. Um, it was very <laughs> difficult, and you know, my my head went into those dark places, and I just unfortunately, a lot of people's mind does go there and ultimately you know some of them end up taking their own lives and I thought to myself you know can I get past this point and I really kind of had like I always call it a come to Jesus moment so no if you don't believe in Jesus that's okay but I do and I was (laughs) like I can either do something to to help or I can let this be the end of me so one day I decided hey I'm gonna write a book and Mm -hmm. that's really where where the origin was so the book was written at what what time uh i was in high school at the time um, okay. I was, uh, were you out of the modeling thing how long did you model no. <laughs> um i was i was in the thick of it um i took a little bit of a break um around that time just kind of because i was putting on weight and only certain clients would see me and um I was still modeling, still traveling all the time, but I was like, I don't want to be the girl that goes through all these things and says nothing. So right. I'm going to use this platform that I have to to grow. So what kind of support system did you have? I had a lovely support system. Um, that was my parents. I kind of felt like the world was against me except for my parents. So I'm very thankful and blessed. I know a lot of kids don't have that, but my mom and dad really kind of helped me get through this difficult point. So you decide to encapsulate your experiences in a book and the book is uh, well received and mm-hmm. you start doing some speaking. And so that starts building up the foundation. So what are some of the activities of the foundation? Of course. Great question. So um, we were founded in 2020. So I know this has been a very hectic year. Um, wow. thanks to, yeah. So if that kind of paints, paints the origin story, but you know what, we like a challenge. So <laughs> I, I've been very blessed to be able to donate over 11,000 coloring books to, you know, various schools, to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. So we've been doing a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And speaking engagements i've done plenty of all across the country um, from the middle of the states to the west coast to the east coast i've done a lot of that um given covid <laughs> our, yeah. our friend covid yeah it's uh been been a little bit difficult to go into these schools uh, we developed a curriculum that is both awareness based and educational based mm-hmm. so you know one month is an activity and it's followed up by an awareness-based activity. However, because of the situations with the schools, we really haven't been able to be in schools. So a lot of it is done virtually. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why, you know, we're kind of launching our virtual way to get kids uh, on a mission to the moon. Well, let's talk about that. Cause that's where the intersection of your foundation and the photography industry have come into play. You're, working with some industry players to send some photos to the moon. (laughs) Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because that's kind of exciting. Yeah. So if you would have asked me if I would be doing anything with space, I like, 
a year ago, I would have been like, oh, I don't know. And here I am. I have two space contracts in my name. Um, the first flight is going to be going up into space and then returning back down. And the second flight is in 2021. We're sending pictures of bullied kids up to the moon where their memory will live on forever. So it has just been incredible. We're calling it Operation Inclusion because we want to get the whole country together, you know, even the whole world. We've all been dealing with, with COVID and no one's excited about anything and just the horrific things that are going on in our country about lack of inclusion is just devastating and having this foundation that's so focused on inclusion and acceptance what like this is just the best way to to bring everyone together so capture life is our technology backbone and we're going up in 2021 so it's slated for quarter three of the summer um in 2021 so so tell us a little bit about the process um yes. i see here on your flight you've got um the Earthrise mission and the luna mission yes so What's the difference between those and what and how can someone participate and how will this benefit people? Of course. So the first mission is our um, our space one, which is the Earthrise flight. So basically the same thing, pictures will be loaded onto a chip and the chip will go up. And then so the rocket will literally take off with your memories on it, go up into orbit and space and then return back to Earth. So that's a really fascinating process you know you always hear about the overview effect and for those of you who don't really know too much about space that's kind of when you can see the curvature of the earth and sure. really that whole experience so your memory will be able to do that and then the moon mission is the one we're most excited about you know people always talk about going to the moon and now your picture and your memory can literally live on the surface of the moon um, we're going to be on a lander so the rocket's going to take off in 2021 um, our capsule will be in a lander which basically means it will land <laughs> itself on the moon you know there's rovers which move and a lander just essentially lands um so it's really just a unique opportunity that's never been done before to have pictures of you know your family your friends maybe your pet dog like everyone is welcome to take part in this to so just know that you can look up at night and say hey like my memory is on the surface of the moon so we're asking people to visit our site uh it's www i don't know if you want to insert this thing here if you can on audio probably not <laughs> so it's i'll moon put it in the show notes it'll make it perfect yeah. okay so it's moonmission.capturelife.com and you can pick two packages we have one uh, you just get to upload one photo and we're asking for a five dollar donation to help us uh, with the foundation and the other option we have is three photos for ten dollars so with all this going on we really hope to be able to launch an online platform for kids where they can go and learn about bullying in a really interesting and fun way i can't say too too much about it but you are helping kids across the country with struggling with bullying and learning about it early on so it's it's sort of a fundraising platform for the foundation's activities. Um, so that's, that's how that works. So how, so what's the process? I mean, you sign up, do you have to use the capture life app or are they just providing some infrastructure or how is that? Yeah. Working? Great question. So you can just sign up um, just go on to any, you know, your iPhone, the web browser, anything. And you just go to that moonmission.capturelife.com. You're able to, you know, click the package that makes the most sense for you, whether you want to go to space or to the moon, totally up to you. Why not do both? You know, it doesn't, this option doesn't come every day. It's a, it's a cheap <laughs> ticket to get to the moon. It really yeah. Is. You know, you know, NASA's saying like 58 million per 
for uh, different passengers. So I think that's a lot less. Um, and you're helping a foundation in the process and your memory still gets to go. So you pick, you know, any, any photo between the one and the three and whatever size uh, our technology will capsulize technology will be able to condense it down to a size that fits um, to be able to be loaded. So it's really exciting. So don't worry too much about, about the technology. We just want your memory to go. So once you upload that, then you'll be rewarded with a certificate to really kind of say, Hey, I'm going to the moon and here's who's coming with me. So you can yep. insert your friends' names, your family's names, whoever name you want and be able to print that. So it also makes for a really cool gift. So, yeah. and then, yeah. So, so is there, is there going to be like a, uh, I don't know, like a website where they can, they know where their place on the moon, where it landed. Is it going to be visible from Earth or is it just, you know, the, the landing site? Do we know? Yes. So the rocket provider that we're working with, they are going to have it live stream. It's going to be taking off from the Kennedy Space Center. So people mm -hmm. will actually get to watch, you know, their memories take off and go to the moon. I'm really hoping Thing, that there will be like a live stream of it landing. I think that would be fantastic. I don't know if that's going to happen yet. So no one quote me on it, mm -hmm. but people will be able to know. And if they keep up with the Blankly Honest Foundation on social media, we will um, highlight where that location will be. So moving forward, assuming this project is an, an enormous success, uh, what are some of the activities going, hopefully post COVID, right and in, in 20 late 2020 or 21 what are some of the activities that the blatantly honest foundation would like to uh uh blast off with if we're going to keep with the space theme <laughs> yes so so we are actually planning to blast off with this brilliant idea of allowing kids to build the culture that they want to see whether it be in their school or essentially on the moon um, we're really passionate about giving kids a way to access information in a way that's both fun and educational and really correlating everything with space you know we anticipate doing more whether it be a Mars mission or a moon mission, we really want kids to hold themselves to the standard that you can literally do anything out of this world. And I think that's so important. So there is gonna be a lot of space activities coming up that people can look forward to. Mm -hmm. A lot of anti-bullying messages and inclusion, um, a lot of effort in school. You know, I would love to be speaking at schools every day, even corporate events, you know, for companies that are hosting an event and maybe they wanna have a seminar on bullying or body image. That's something that I really see myself doing as well. And for the foundation, the online curriculum that we're building as well as the in-classroom curriculum when COVID finally goes away. So, so when, um, what's been the reception? I mean, hopefully you've been able to do some actual face-to-face uh, -face with kids. I mean, what's the response been from the kids to, to uh. sort of message because I think it's something that I think a lot of adults don't understand because they may have grown up in an era where it's, you just gut it out. It's just something you deal with and there's nothing you can really do about it. I 100% I agree with you. And I'm actually pulling up a quote because I think that would be the best way to kind of share the response from a kid himself. So like I said, I get to speak all across the country and our coloring books reach, you know, the coloring books are really designed for K to fifth. And the speeches I also do, you know, K to 12. And while I'm doing all these, the response has just been incredible. I mean, even to this day in all this COVID, when I'm not able to go and deliver a speech in person, I'm still getting messages from kids. And that's really why I do what I do. So if you don't mind, I'm going to share a message from oh, this one. Kid. 
named Caden. And um, if you go to the foundation's website, you'll see this picture. This kid came up to me crying after I spoke. And um, I have a lot of responses like that. And this is what he said on a message on social media. This is the one boy that was wearing your black hoodie that talked to you after your presentation, AKA Caden. I just wanted to say thank you again because I feel more comfortable expressing myself now because you came and talked to me. I'm very grateful that you even decided to come to our school. You gave me hope that someone cares for me. Your story touched my heart because I've been in the same situation as you, except for the teacher thing. You made me realize that my insecurities are not as big of a deal as I think they are. I've prayed and prayed for help. God answered my prayers. Thank you. Oh, that's nice. So that is the response. Very gratifying, I imagine, to hear some that kind of response. Yes, and and Caden's not alone. You know, I get messages like that all the time, and the foundation does. And just knowing that if we're able to save one life, then we're making an impact, and it's worth it. That's really something that I think is something that again is sort of a a social issue that people have a hard time coping with because it is so tragic. You know, a teen suicide where you have uh, young ladies, young men who, for whatever reason, feel they have no one to turn to. And mm -hmm. any message like this that can be positive, I think, is certainly worthwhile and worth sharing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, teen suicide is just the numbers keep going up. And I truly believe in my heart that we as a country and as parents and friends and neighbors, we need to support our youth because mm -hmm. Growing up in this time of social media is so difficult um, and we feel very isolated. So there's plenty of resources on, you know, suicide prevention, sexual assault hotline um, on my website as well, because kids deserve access to these educational resources. And isn't it kind of weird in this age of more connection, more electronic connection, you know, instant accessibility, you've got all the information in the world at your fingertips. You can I can talk to you across the country instantaneously, yet people seem to be feeling more and more alone all the time. It's kind of a strange time we live in. Yeah, it's a lot of things right now don't make sense. And I think we're all asking ourselves a lot of questions and we're really kind of asking ourselves, like, how can I get involved with something in a time where, you know, you can't go knock on people's door and raise money for something. And I right. think the important of what we're doing with with Capture Life and with this platform is that, you know, we, we're encouraging sponsors to come on board. We're encouraging partners to step up. You know, we've made a, a partner link for organizations that want to get involved and say, hey, you know what, I'm not going to stand for bullying in my company. You know, they have the capability to partner with us on this journey. Mm -hmm. So speaking of partnering, how can we'll kind of bring this to a close to, with yeah. instructions or how, pe how can people, uh, contact you about becoming a partner, becoming more involved. There's the blatantlyhonest.org. Is that correct? That's correct. We also have another link um, and I'll share with you just so I don't spell it out for everyone listening, <laughs> um, but it, it will be on there and, you know, we'll give you a custom URL and you're able to work with us. And then we're offering 10% because it is a foundation, another 10% to either back into an organization of your choice that you're really passionate about, you know, we want partners to feel confident in what they're doing and confident in our anti-bullying mission. So we really welcome partners from all across the country, even individuals, you know, whether it's a Girl Scout club or, you know, someone just looking to make a difference in their community, we're open. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, thank you, Michaela, for your time today. I hope this uh, new project takes off. Har, har, right? Oh, well, it's, it's blasting <laughs> off. There you go. And uh, thank you much for your time. And uh, hope, I hope it's a big success. 
Thank you so much for your time and thanks for everyone for listening. Thank you for listening to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. Read more great stories and sign up for the newsletter at www.thedeadpixelssociety.com.